0: Hi, guys. Welcome to Staying Home with WIT. I am so grateful for my career. It gives me the opportunity to wear so many different hats and try so many new things. However, the more projects I add on, the more difficult it is to find balance within my business, which leads me to experience a good amount of stress and feeling out of control. Even right now, I'm feeling a little bit of burnout, so I'm really grateful for my guest today. Emily Castle has devoted her career to helping female entrepreneurs successfully launch, grow, and scale the businesses of their dreams. She is a soulful business and leadership coach, podcast host, international retreat leader, and overall champion for women. She has been coaching women leaders both individually and in groups since starting her business in 2014 at age 22. She has supported hundreds of women entrepreneurs from eight plus countries to create businesses that allow them to feel more free and fulfilled. I can't wait to learn from her. Without further ado, here is Emily Castle. Okay, Emily, you're here. Yay, I'm here. I'm Yay. so excited. Thank you for having me. Oh my gosh, my pleasure. Thank you for coming on. I have never had a a coach before, like a career coach before, and definitely never a soulful one, something that is very unique. So why don't you just start by telling us exactly what you do and how you got started? Yes. So I, when I say soulful business coach, I think
1: that can be a little bit confusing for some people because they're like, wait, soulfulness and business how does that go together but really what i believe and what i founded my business around the idea of is that starting a business is a soul calling you know it's not the easiest thing to do we don't do it just to make money there are plenty of easier ways to make money <laughs> than to start your own business less risky ways to make money for sure and so yeah so that really is the core of what i believe is that this is a soul calling for so many people and if you have that pull or you feel that nudge to start a business to become an entrepreneur chances are that's a big part of your life, right? Like that's going to be a big part of your life journey and becoming who you're here to be is that is integral to becoming who you're here to be. Right. So yeah, as a soulful business coach, I support, like you said, women entrepreneurs to really launch, grow and scale their businesses. So I work with women at all different stages of the process. Okay. And I like to say that I'm helping them create the businesses their souls came here to create because it is that calling. So Um, A lot of what I do is also, I do some private coaching with women, but also the programs that I lead are really about sisterhood and bringing women together in a supportive community so that we can really lift each other up and that you have that community around you who really gets it. Because I find that for a lot of women, like if you don't have entrepreneurship in your family or friend group, very few people can really relate to the challenges and the successes and what it takes behind the scenes to create a win or a success in your business, right? I know you just launched a partnership with Rent the Runway, which I'm sure took way more energy than it looks like on the front end. So, I think that that's something we can all relate to as entrepreneurs. And I think also when you're starting a business, it's something that, you know, we want to be intentional about the impact that we're having. Not mm-hmm. only do we want to create an abundant income, maybe a lot of money, right? And we deserve that, but also we want to be intentional about what kind of impact we're creating with our businesses and what kind of partnerships we're we're creating with other organizations or other brands and is that in integrity with our values? So all of these things come up in my work with women and that's sort of a bit about what I do. I think I answered the question. You did. (laughs) You did
0: for sure. So one of the things I feel like a lot of young women entrepreneurs struggle with is when they think of an idea or they have a business idea or something that they're inspired by, sometimes people stumble across this issue of comparing themselves to where other people's are people are at in the same industry. And... They feel like, oh, there's already something out there like this, or someone is already doing something similar. How can we stop comparing ourselves to others and really find the strength within ourselves to believe in ourselves? Like, how do we know when an idea is really worth pursuing? Yeah, it's such an interesting big question, right? Because I think there are so many things that go into determining whether an idea is
1: worth pursuing. Mm -hmm. I think, in terms of comparison, what we have to remember is that we can't compare are year one to someone else's year 10, right? And that I think is one of the biggest things, biggest stumbling blocks for women who are just getting started or even trying to decide whether or not to get started, right? Mm -hmm. Whether or not to even take the plunge or to start a side hustle or something is that they're not even sure, is this worth pursuing because other things exist and they're comparing like, oh, well, they're already doing it better. But what they don't realize is that you. And this business idea have almost like a partnership from a soulful perspective, mm-hmm, right? Like mm-hmm. you have a soul with a mission and a purpose and this business idea and concept also has a soul with a mission and purpose, kind of like a child, right? Yeah. And no two are alike. Exactly. And that unique synergy that happens between the two is really the special sauce and the magic and the uniqueness and the edge. That's going to make your brand and business completely different from everything else that exists. Mm -hmm. And I think what can happen is that we forget that, that we are actually like that, that synergy, that relationship between the two is actually the magic. And we forget that, or we start to try to do everything like everybody
0: else is doing it and trying to keep up or fit in or something like that. Yeah, no, I mean, this totally rings true for me. I'm hearing a lot of what you're saying. I I think back to when I launched my collection when I was young and there was no social media. You know when we were filming the city. And so I didn't really know everything everybody was up to and ignorance was kind of bliss. And so I launched my clothing line and really felt so passionate about it. I really think that's something that people need to do these days, even though it's so hard to shut off all the other voices or to not look at your social media. Like if you really believe In something, and if you're really passionate about something, even if there is something else out there, like you are the special sauce that makes that unique. You have unique ideas, and I even said this in the last video that I just posted about rent the runway. Like, put your blinders on. Like, stop focusing on what everybody else is doing and just stay your course, right? Because it doesn't help us to compare ourselves to other people. I think it's nice to like find inspiration and support other women and know what other people are up to and be. knowledgeable about what other people are doing in the same industry that you're launching a business in, but to not compare your evolution because no two journeys are the same. So I think that's really important. We definitely need those like creative boundaries (laughs) for any business. Doesn't matter what industry. Yeah. I totally agree with you. And now a word from our brand partner. I have been talking about Versed for weeks now, and it's because I love it. Versed is the non-toxic, cruelty-free, and vegan skincare brand that's hyper-focused on bringing you real results at prices your bank account appreciates. Their products are so great, you guys. They feel so good on your skin. They're very, very clean. They're affordable. I can't, speak highly enough about them. Their products are made with proven ingredients at skin changing levels without the fussy packaging and conventional markups. You only pay for what matters, the goop inside the bottle. They take waste very seriously. They skip excess packaging like inserts and boxes for bigger items and use recyclable and biodegradable packaging wherever possible. Everything that's in them is formulated to the highest standards in the world, to the European Union standards, banning over 1,300 toxins and questionable ingredients to ensure their products are safe, non-toxic, and effective. They keep the good, cut the bad, and focus on what really works. You can also try their skin decoder quiz on their site to help you build the right regimen for you. Some of their most popular products include the Day Dissolve Cleansing Balm, which I love and is in my shower right now. It's just a very, very gentle cleanser that doesn't strip your skin. So after you wash your face, it still feels moisturized, which is rare for cleansers. They also have the Shortcut Overnight Facial Peel, the Dewpoint Moisturizing Gel Cream, Baby Cheeks Hydrating Milk, Weekend Glow Daily Brightening Solution, Pressed Restart Gentle Retinol Serum, And my other favorite, the Hydration Station Booster with Hyaluronic Acid. If you talk to any skincare specialist, they'll tell you that a hyaluronic acid is a great product to have in your routine. It adds extra moisture before you put on your moisturizer, or at least that's how I use it. Get 10% off for first-time users when you shop at versedskin.com with promo code WITHWIT. That's 10% off your first time using their products when you shop at versskin.com with promo code with wit verse already offers super affordable skincare products. And now they're giving you 10% off for first time users with promo code with wit again, that's versskin.com V E R S E D S K I N.com with promo code with wit. Hi, I'm Dr. Deepika Chopra. My passion, calling, and job is really all about blending together Holistic practices with real evidence-based science to help people around the world cultivate more optimism, success, and resiliency. You won't want to miss this new podcast as you'll get to hear from elite athletes, recording artists, couples, and maybe even my toddler. So if you're into arming yourself with some new practical happiness tools, join me on Mondays for your morning optimism dose. Oh, and don't forget, things are looking up. All right, guys. And now back to our conversation. So how did you how did you find this career path? I'm so interested how you got started in this. Yeah. So my background is in positive psychology,
1: which was just as soon as I found that when I was in college, I took an elective course and I found that course and I was like, this is what I've been searching for. This is what I'm meant to do in the world. And then when I was trying to figure out like, where do I fit? What am I actually excited about working with people around? Business was really something that spoke to me. I my mom, when I was growing up, started a small business, a little side hustle just to make some extra money. And it was like a cleaning business, very basic, not like a branded thing. Right, right. And
0: and what uh, businesses used to be like. I mean, I watched yeah. my dad build plenty of businesses, but it wasn't brand building like it is now. It wasn't the no. same type of way to success. Right. And it's usually at that time was very like
1: local and different because we weren't leveraging the internet in the of same course. way yet right so yeah so i i really found that the people that i admired and was drawn to and thought oh they're doing really cool things with their lives or they seem really happy were actually women entrepreneurs mm-hmm. and the more i talked to them the more i realized actually they had a lot of really specific struggles both internally and externally In their businesses in terms of like staying the course and making it sustainable over time, Mm -hmm. the way that they were showing up, there was a lot of burnout. There was a lot of hustle culture. There was a lot of just sort of absorbing this way of being and doing things in their Mm -hmm. businesses that wasn't actually supporting them long-term. Like it would allow them to get to a certain point and then things would kind of plateau or fall off or they couldn't sustain it mm-hmm. energetically anymore. Mm-hmm. So they would kind of back off and they were capping out at a certain spot. And what I found was that they really needed some creativity for one, in terms of their strategy on the outside of themselves in their businesses. Right. 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 And then also they needed like that soulful purpose and that connection to the bigger picture meaning and the bigger picture vision of what it is that they were actually doing that made all of that work worth it. And they needed strategies and systems as well to allow them to work smarter instead of harder. Because if you keep just hustling and working harder and harder and harder, you will burn out. It's Mm -hmm. not sustainable. Mm -mm. And we do need better strategies and I was always super organized growing up. I was always like type A crazy person where I would have like every minute of my day in a day planner since I was like 11. Now thinking back to that, I'm like, you poor thing. Like, why did you feel like you needed that much control over that? But yeah, I just, I was able to kind of bridge the gap for them and it was really fun For me, because one of my strengths is creativity and really seeing things from a different perspective. And Mm -hmm. so no matter what industry I was working in with women, it was like we would find these creative solutions to really hard, big problems that would really break that glass ceiling for them in terms of income and also help them to enjoy their businesses more. Because what's the point if you don't love it?
0: Yeah. I mean, that's what's so interesting. So you you work with women that are starting businesses like at the very beginning of their careers, as well as women that are established and need help just continuing and maintaining longevity and everything, correct? Yes. Yeah. So I guess for me, the struggle I feel right now is that burnout. And I feel like you're probably dealing with that a lot with women that are working from home right now who are also mothers because there's just like an Different level of burnout right now because we're just pulled in so many different directions what are you telling women who are feeling like I am just so over this? I don't know how much longer I can do this or try to find balance between parenting and my job. Cause like for me, I really love what I do. I want to be able to continue to do both. I want to be able to be a good mom and to continue furthering my career. But I just feel right now, like this lack of inspiration, just totally burnt out from this past, obviously four to five months of our lives being turned upside down. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: What are some tips you can give to women who are experiencing this at this moment?
1: The first thing is as a baseline, be kind to yourself and be gentle with yourself because this is just a hard time. Yeah. And in any business and at any time, pandemic aside, there are going to be seasons in your business. You know, there are going to be summer seasons the equivalent of summer seasons where everything is in full bloom there's lots of action there's lots of momentum there's lots of results you're seeing the fruits of your labor and there are going to be winter seasons where it feels like nothing's happening and the work is actually very deep and internal and behind the scenes and not so much out in the spotlight or center stage. Mm -hmm. Also, there are fall and spring seasons where we're kind of like cleaning things up in the fall and tying up loose ends with things. And then spring seasons where we're planting new seeds for new projects and doing a lot of outreach and things like that. Mm -hmm. So I think that's important to know and to remember at this time is like, this is a season. It's not forever. And it's a limited period of time. This will eventually end And I think what we can do right now is really prepare and set ourselves up for success for when it does end, but also not pretend like this is just a waste of time and we have to get through to the end of 2020. Right, right. I see that happening a lot with people. It's like, just get through it, just get through it. And that's really the sort of, again, that like hustle culture mentality, right? Like if I just work hard enough and then I get to this point, then I can enjoy it. Then I can have fun. Then I can notice opportunities. Then I can whatever. Mm -hmm. Then I can like play and be in pleasure. But actually it's all process. Like we think that the journey is like a limited part and then the results happens and then we're in journey again. But the whole thing is a journey. Every time we reach any results, we're just like, oh, what's the next thing? Mm -hmm. Even before we reach that, when we're getting close, we're like, oh, what's the next thing that I want to achieve, pursue, create, do? So I think enjoying the moment and looking for the opportunities and just doing the next right thing. Mm -hmm. And by right thing, I mean tuning into your intuition, really listening to yourself and asking in a moment to moment kind of experience, what do I need right now? What would feel fun right now? Mm-hmm. What would feel nourishing for myself and for my business right now? Mm-hmm. What does it need from me? Just like you would with with Sunny, right? Like you don't try to figure out the whole next six months with him, <laughs> right? No, you right?
0: can't. You're right. You can't. You're right. Yeah, you because can't. It's he's evolving, and so you have to evolve with him. And it should be the yes. same as your business. But I definitely struggle with this hustle culture where then you get to this place where you feel like you've achieved something. Like my Rent the Runway collection came out yesterday. I'm like, oh my god, I achieved this huge thing, and now it's actually out there. But like, what's next? Like, I can yeah. hardly even stay in the moment and appreciate what I've done to get here before I'm on to the next thing. And I think that's a really slippery slope. And then you're not really ever enjoying anything. And I do it with so many things in my life. I do it with like construction on my home. I'm like, oh my God, once the new wood for the deck is out there, like I'll actually go use it and I'll enjoy it. But it's like, no, now that's done. And I'm on to the next project. I'm like, no, when When the next outdoor project is done, then I'll actually use it and enjoy it. And, like, I don't want that to become my life where I'm never really fully satisfied in the moment that I'm in. So, when you're working with these women, I'm, you know, at all different various stages. What is the first step that you do with them? I went onto your website and I started to dig in a little bit and I, was looking into your business alchemy circle, and then some of the free resources that you guys have. And I looked into those, but like, can you just give us like a short version of the steps, like the process where you start with them Mm -hmm. and then lead what you lead them through? So for women who are just getting started in a
1: business or even trying to figure out, you know, what is their business? Cause Mm -hmm. I think that's a whole part of it as well. We have to get really clear on the vision and the mission and the message. So that's really where we start is really getting clear on the vision, the mission of the business and the messaging and really hammering that out because that is really the foundation, especially in today's economy and world, that's going to keep it sustainable long-term, but also that it's going to feel fun for you, yeah. that you actually feel it's meaningful in some way that it's worth putting the work into, right? So we got to get clear on that up front. And then we start building out and mapping the sort of blueprint of your business and certain goals and milestones that you want to achieve, things that are important to you, and just map out like, what does the next year look like in your business? And of course we don't always know everything. So it's a little bit, I like to say we leave space for magic. So we don't overdo, we don't over plan and, and make it so rigid, but we actually create a really beautiful balance that's harmonious around having space for opportunities and things that are unforeseen, that little magic element and miracles, but also being really clear in our intention about this is what I desire and sending that out to the universe and allowing that to manifest and allowing ourselves to focus and create the systems and fill the knowledge and skill gaps that we might have around making those things real and bringing them to life. Yeah. So that's kind of, and then the rest of it is really like the nitty gritty work.
0: Right. Yeah. That is really powerful and helpful right now because so many people, not just women, obviously are in this place where they have to rethink their careers. I feel like your site and your program, your resources is so valuable to women right now who have have to have a pivot in their career or just starting out in something, or for people like me who are feeling burnt out because we're spread so thin because of this new normal that we have to deal with. So Mm -hmm. I'm so grateful for you. And even just looking, (laughs) like I was looking at your site this morning and I was like, how am I not Like, signed up for this? Like, how am I not doing this with you? What do you think holds most women back from starting businesses? Like, even when they have an amazing idea, like, what do you think is holding us back from starting it?
1: Mm, Yeah. So, I think the first thing is just the unknowns and uncertainty, right? Like, starting a business, we know that change is the only constant. We know that things are out of our control and that freaks people out, right? I know for me, I love having control over things. It's part of why I have a business, actually, is mm-hmm. p- most likely because I like to be in charge <laughs> of things and determine how it goes and like translate the vision into reality. Mm-hmm. And I think that's part of leadership, right? And entrepreneurship, it's a necessary skill set. But I think we also can go to the extreme of like, oh my gosh, I don't actually know everything. And that can stop us, right? all the what ifs and the fears that can pop up as we're thinking about almost like I think of it like an initiation into entrepreneurship or an initiation into the version of ourselves we're becoming, which means we have to like really rise up and shift a lot of things and unblock a lot of things and do the deep inner work. So Mm -hmm. that is, there's going to be resistance there, no matter what. And mm-hmm. so I think it's really about how we deal with that and how we hold space for that and how we really make sure that we're feeding the vision as much as like we tend to go into the default mode of feeding the fear mm-hmm. in terms of what if mm-hmm. like we think oh my gosh well what if I fail and what if I don't do it right and what if I am not making enough money in the first year and what if you know all the negative things that can happen but rarely do we really give enough airtime to well, what if it's actually really amazing? Mm -hmm. What if it's better than I could imagine? What if, you know, I could land this big opportunity that I would love to, like this collaboration would be so awesome. What if I could, you know, expand it in this way and make more money than I ever thought possible and give back to organizations I care about and all of those other amazing outcomes that Mm -hmm. could happen in our life as a result.
0: Well, that takes me to like your visualization, like what you said in one of the resources, the free resources that I got emailed to me was all about visualization. Yeah. Can you explain (laughs) that to us?
1: Yeah. So what happens when we're really clear on our vision and what I mean by clear is like 10 layers deeper than what most people think of clear. I'm Mm -hmm. talking like you can taste and smell and touch and see every little detail of your vision in front of you, like Mm. in your mind's eye. When we get so granularly clear about that and specific about exactly what it feels like and looks like, what happens in our mind is our reticular activating system actually starts to scan our environment and pick up things that are a match for that vision, which is really cool. And this kind of goes into some like neuro linguistics programming. So when we see our vision for our business, super clear and what our life looks like as a result and every area of our life, how that is affected and the ripple that success in our business can create, then we start to actually not have to work so hard on a conscious level. Mm -hmm. It starts becoming really integrated in our subconscious. So we start upgrading our basically our inner operating system mm-hmm. to look for things that are a fit for that. And from an energetic perspective, it's more about vibrating at the same frequency, right? Like right. energy attracts like energy, the law of attraction, manifestation, all of that. This plays in totally. But what I find is that a lot of people aren't actually that clear or specific because it does take time right. and attention and focus mm-hmm. to get that clear. Totally. So yeah, it's basically our reticular activating system starts to look for things that are a match. And when I have my clients do this exercise, Mm -hmm. they are like, oh my gosh, I did not And and this happens for me too. I'm like, oh, I didn't even have to think about that thing. And it just like landed in my inbox, this opportunity, or I got asked to do this thing or this idea just like downloaded for this whole program. And now I'm going to go create it. Yeah so cool.
0: It's so cool. It's so cool. It must be so cool for you to see the evolution of these women, you know, who they are, and then also the evolution of their businesses. Like, that must make you so proud. Absolutely. All right. I want to talk about your business alchemy circle, which is your six-month coaching program. Is this what you recommend people start out with? If people are just starting, I
1: recommend the Soulful Business Academy, which is more of a Like a lower tier, lower investment that's really affordable for people if they're just getting started and maybe have a limited budget. Okay. And in that, program, we focus on more skill building and training, but also you have support through group coaching with me and also accountability partners and a lot of tools and best practices. Okay. So you're getting educated and filling those gaps in your business that you may not know about yet. For the business alchemy circle, this is really for women who want to grow their businesses. So they already have a business idea. They already have maybe a couple years under their belt in business and they really want to grow. Yes. Yes and expand and they really want to accelerate that growth and they don't want to, they're not content just, you know, waiting around until 2021.
0: (laughs) Exactly. Like people think that Yeah. I see what you're saying. Like a lot of people think like, okay, 2021 will come around. We'll all be back to work and everything will go back to normal and whatever. And it's like, no, like we have Mm -hmm. no control over the situation. Who knows when things are ever going to go back to normal if they ever will. And Mm -hmm. now is the time more than ever to like reinvent yourself. And if you're feeling stale in your industry or overworked by your job, like this is the time more than ever, I think to start something new and to utilize resources like you who have these virtual programs that can actually dive deep into like where you want to be. I feel like I need to do the six month course. Like, I, re- I know I seriously <laughs> do, do it. feel like I need it because I feel sometimes like I have all these different projects and there's not like a central like nucleus making sure that they're all connected and that they're all mm-hmm. running together. Right. So like yeah. I have one person that works on my team that really keeps everything organized. And the other day she put together a document for me of all the different things i have going on like the podcast and the episodes i'm going to record with there the youtube and the videos i'm recording for there the instagram the brand deals like the da 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 da, 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 da. And, and and then on top of that like trying to put in just personal random stuff into all those platforms right so yeah. i feel so like spread thin and mm-hmm. i want to figure out a way how to focus my energy on what I'm the most passionate about. And sometimes I feel like I need someone else to help me get there. And I feel like you could be that person.
1: Hmm. Yeah. I think we all have blind spots, right? Especially in our own businesses it is so hard, especially if you're a personal brand, you know, it's so hard to see yourself from the outside and to see what's going on from the outside because you're so in it. And that's where a lot of people get lost and that's where a lot of people struggle and get overwhelmed and either give up or sort of underperform what they're capable of or under earn what they're capable of. Because there's just a lot and we have to learn like new tools and skills and constantly be evolving, not in a stressful, overwhelming way, but like, you know, our business is growing and we've got to grow and rise to the occasion to meet it. Just like with a two-year-old, you've got to learn how to parent a two-year-old right. versus a seven-year-old, you're going to have to learn how to parent a seven-year-old right. or an infant. You got to learn that. So there are different tools and sort of best practices, like I said before, that, that are important and necessary. And I think if you want like a quick organization. Tip, yes, please. <laughs> Asana. Have you heard of no, Asana? Do you use no. Asana? This is a great, like Trello is another one. I personally prefer to use Asana, but to keep everything in like a system that's organized and can be delegated and just streamlined and really visually nice to look at and and moved around without things falling through the cracks.
0: It's I will look into that. Because right now we just use like Excel to make charts and I'm horrible at Excel. (laughs) I'm like a technology like... Dumbass, ass, you know, I can't figure out anything. <laughs> and so for me, I look at this yeah. document that Annie sent to me and I'm like, this is so great and organized, but like, what am I supposed to do with this now? Like, mm-hmm. where do I begin? How do I mm-hmm. work with this chart and actually like check things off? And you know what I'm saying? Like I have a beginning and a middle yeah. and an end. And so
1: mm-hmm. I need
0: like a little bit of help with structure. And I'm sure a lot of people feel that way too.
1: Thank you so much. I so appreciate you having me. I'm really excited about this and just so great to meet you also. You too, you
0: too.